It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. ...is a good idea. If you're still unsure, though, ask around for a couple of trusted local contractors and get their advice. Get more info at bobvila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. I'm Dr. Anthony Lizowitz, and this is Climate Connections. With their low-spreading branches, mesquite trees provide cooling shade in the southwest and the pods they produce have long been a source of food for indigenous communities there. The mesquite pod was a significant part of the diet for thousands and thousands of years in this region. Victor Miguel Ceballos Lira is with the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona in Tucson. The group is leading a project to help people grow and care for velvet mesquite trees in their neighborhoods. The primary goal is to provide shade to some of the city's hottest neighborhoods. The south part of Tucson has been historically under-resourced, and there are not a lot of tree canopies there. If you go to the northern part of Tucson, and it's 87 degrees there, and then you just drive 10 miles south, it'll be 100 degrees. Planting shade trees can help reduce this inequity. And as part of the project, local groups will also teach people how to grind mesquite pods into flour knowledge that's been lost in many communities. So the effort aims to help Tucson adapt to climate change and bring back cultural traditions. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. To hear more stories like this, visit climateconnections.org. K-C-A-A. Are you prepared? Legacy Food Storage. The best way to protect your family is by being prepared. Go now to LegacyFoodStorage.com. 
Use coupon code HOM15 now for 15% off. Quick, go. KCAA. This is Judge Herb Dodell, and our show is called For the People. It's available every Monday at 4 o'clock, 4 to 5. And we'll be talking about all kinds of things pertaining to the law and how it really works from the inside as opposed to the outside. So tune in and learn all you need to know about the legal system and how it works. If you're ready for a Las Vegas vacation, here's an offer you can't refuse. The Vegas Travel Center is offering three days and two nights in Vegas free. Just call 909-406-7400. The offer includes accommodations with two free tickets to Great Las Vegas Entertainment with free meals. So if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you need to jump on this right now. Just call 909-406-7400. Obviously, an offer like this is not going to last. So call now, 909-406-7400 for your three-day, two-night Vegas vacation. That number again, 909-406-7400. Call now. Did you know that every dollar you put into a piece of real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month. Equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate doubles in value about every 10 years. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. We pay almost no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. These are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how, attend one of our free workshops. Call 1-866-971-8970 or go to GetMyMapNow.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or GetMyMapNow.com. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive, so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend 3-Day Cleanse, and for personal care, we recommend Morning Hydration Cream. You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. Express 106.5 FM. The number one FM talk radio station in the Inland Empire. KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. Express 106.5 FM. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone She's always gone too long Anytime she goes away 
wonder this time where she's gone wonder if she's gone to stay ain't no sunshine when she's gone and this house just ain't no home anytime she goes away sunshine when she's gone ain't no sunshine when she's gone only darkness every day ain't no sunshine when she's gone and this house just ain't no home anytime she goes away Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the International Wealth Builders Radio Show with me, your host, Dr. Sharon Barnes. I'm just excited to talk to you today about the ADU grant program to bring you different information about some new home buyer programs in our area that we can take advantage of. And so thank you for tuning in. I hope you stay with us the whole hour because it's going to be great information. We have a very special guest that's very knowledgeable and really is going to tell us how to take the next steps to um, making our real estate dreams a reality. So again, I'm Dr. Sharon Barnes. I'm the CEO of ADU Advantage, where we provide customized counseling and project management services to make your dreams of building an accessory dwelling unit a reality. And we know that uh, we're having a severe housing shortage and that it's all hands on deck. So we want to help increase the inventory, help you build generational wealth, help you build places for your loved ones to stay mm -hmm. and to make your quality of life better. And so here at this show, we bring different resources and unit a reality. And we know that uh, we're having a severe housing shortage and that it's all hands on deck. So we want to help increase the inventory, help you build generational wealth, help you build places for your loved ones to stay mm -hmm. and to make your quality of life better. And so here at this show, we bring different resources and information uh, where we can all come together and put your A-team together to get your dreams of building an ADU, a reality, and home ownership is always uh, at the core of our mission. So today, I am so privileged and excited to have Catherine Peoples with us. She has such an extensive background. I can't tell at all. I will let her tell her key uh, 
traveling points as to how she got where she is today. She has more than 10 years experience in the nonprofit arena, helping people bring their financial situations forward to get stronger home ownership first home buyer programs. I mean, she's an author. She creates curriculum. She um, criteria. I'm saying training. <laughs> she uh, she she's just done so much uh, in the private sector and with government agencies. She has a heart for a community and for people and for our um, real estate industry. Um, and she's just a wealth of knowledge. So I'm so excited uh, to bring her here. Her latest endeavors um, include being uh, the spearhead for the ADU grant uh, program uh, in partnership with Cal Hapa. She's gonna talk to us about that. She also is going to give us an insight about the new Bank of America Home Buyers Program. And so with no further ado, I'm gonna bring to you Catherine Peoples. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend some time with us and give us valuable information. No worries. And this is an honor. Every time I have an opportunity to speak to our community and the masses, I am just so honored to have this. So again, thank you for even having us this afternoon. <laughs> uh, you're more than welcome. My privilege. So if you can tell us a little bit about the um, the opportunities with the 40000 It started off, I remember, at 25000 It's $40,000 ADU grant program now. And a lot of people are aware of the program. They don't know how to access it. They don't know what it can be used for. And I know that we're trying to get it out to the masses. So if you can tell us a little bit about the goals of that program, the opportunities, we can start there. Most certainly, most certainly. So um, back in 2020, when COVID had uh, basically hit us, right. uh, our organization had already put together um, a myriad of curriculum with regards to how to ADU. And so we came up with a educational curriculum as how to ADU by HPP Care, design, finance, lease and protect. The reason we recognize that is because we were seeing that there was this opportunity of possible tiny homes that had presented itself. And so I know what happens when new things come out. Uh, there's a lot of entities who use our community as a test project. And so those type of entities had started to present themselves doing door knocking and offering products where it's no money down to build an ADU or to assist with tiny homes. Right. And so I said, you know what, I better get some curriculum together so that at least I can teach the people, the brown and black folks of the communities to say, hey, pay attention because this is coming. So fast forward, we made it through COVID. We did quite a few educations. Our education started from 20 people and now they are at a tune of pretty much, I educate every from, from the state of California, uh, Northern and Southern California, anywhere from three to 4,000 people a month um, on how to ADU. That is how much the frenzy has increased itself. With that said, there was a conversation that CalHFA had been having because they saw my reach and they said, you know, would you be interested in assisting the state in getting the grants out there with a different type of product? And I said, by all means, um, I already have the footprint. Um, I already have somewhat of a good following. Why not couple that? Because I feel the need to educate folks. It's also great to be able to provide them a product and service that they can utilize after the education. So I jumped at the chance. The chance presented itself last month in August. Uh, and we started with the grant um, or with the state of only having issued 17 grants. 
And let me just back us up a minute. The reason that the state was having so many challenges is obviously the grant went from 25,000 to 40,000. Right. But the participating partners on the list were requiring that many consumers do refinances. Mm-hmm. And obviously with interest rates going up, a lot of folks were not interested in refinancing their, you know, 2%, 3% exactly. mortgages. Exactly. It just didn't make financial sense. So that in turn created an additional bottleneck. There were other bottlenecks on the product before, and it was pretty much because of the limitations that the participating lenders offered. And so again, the state has an amassed amount of money. I think it's like $100 million, and they have a commitment to get 2,580 U's built with that $100 million. So the rumbling said, you know, let's see if we can put a nonprofit out there and see what a nonprofit organization can do to help consumers. That's great. You say, well, why why would that become or present itself? Well, what was being found out during that time through some of our gathering of data is a lot of people had already gotten refinances prior to the interest rates going up. So there were a lot of people that had cash, cash in HELOC form, cash in second mortgages that they had already taken out equity in their properties, cash from previous refinances. And so they were pretty cash heavy. So why not get an organization who can come in do the appropriate income checks, and then marry the cash that consumers have with the $40,000 ADU grant program, hence the inception of HPP CARES program. Uh, They also increased the income limits, which was uh, extremely generous, especially in many of the counties. um, There's no reason that people wouldn't participate in the program. So with the increase in in income limits, the increase in the ability um, to have a larger grant amount, and then now you're able to not only have to look for financing, you can pay with cash to build your ADU. It was a marriage that basically met the pent up demand that it was a perfect alignment. And so hence everybody now knows who HPP Cares is throughout the state of California overnight. (laughs) Yes, 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 we we certainly do. And uh, and speaking of that, because a a lot of people did, um, like they don't want to touch that two and a half percent interest, but they want the ADU. And so a lot of it was taking out HELOCs and so forth, like you say, in terms of cash. But now they can take that cash and still participate and get that grant program, correct? Certainly. And then this is also for, uh, it's, it's not for investors at the time. This is homeowners that want to build ADUs, right? Yep. And if their ADU is not completed, they might still be able to participate to get it completion. Take, I have, uh, you know, we have people who had a certain budget and then we have, you know, supply chain issues, uh, increases and in everything. And so they got the ADU started, but they couldn't get it over the finish line. They can now apply for that grant and get reimbursed. So for some of that cost they already spent because the grant is basically for soft costs, right? Yes, it is. Can you talk? And so to- let me ex- okay. yeah, let me explain to the listening audience because that's an area where people have a few challenges. So soft costs can consist of being permits um, that need to be paid. Um, they would also include p- impact fees. So a lot of people are building ADUs that are over the 750 marker, and so our grant can cover those impact fees. Okay. Uh, they cover surveys. They cover engineering costs. They cover site clearing, utility trenching. Everything that it takes to prepare for that ADU, just keep that in mind. If I have to prepare for the space for the ADU, then in turn, the grant will qualify for those services. 
Um, and if you have other things, because people do live in some rural areas of California, if there's something you're not too sure about, reach out to the agency, send us over an email at adu at hppcares.org, because that is pretty much our funnel for all questions. Again, adu at hppcares.org, and we can have a conversation with you. And if it's something you're not sure about with regards to the pre-development costs, shoot us, shoot us over an email, and we'll be more than happy to answer. So out in the Inland Empire, we have a, not too rural, but we, we have some areas which are on septic tank, and we've been mm -hmm. talking to homeowners, and sometimes they have to put in separate septic tanks, they have to do percolation tests, they have to mm -hmm. maybe move a tree, those type of things can be covered under the $40,000 grant, if I'm correct. Yes, they can. Okay. All of the ones that you listed, for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And just before we go to break, I want to... Uh, if you can uh, just speak on the fact that what I've heard recently is that the grant can be used to buy down the interest rate on some of the loans. And with the feds increasing the interest rate, and that's like high on our mind right now, can you tell us a little bit about how that's working? Does it work for cash or does it only work if we're taking out financing through a certified lender under your program? So it would only work for those who are taking out financing, okay? And let me set a precursor. We are happy to assist with pre-development costs and we would love to be able to pay those non-recurring costs, uh, points, buy-down rates, et cetera, okay? Origination cost. But what we're finding is a lot of the professionals in this arena have marked up their pricing. So the standard architectural plans that we used to see yesterday come in at $7,000 was kind of the average, seven to $10,000. Right. We're now seeing price points where architects are in fact gouging and charging $20,000 for architectural plans. We are seeing contractors doing uh, not only a 20% markup, but even maybe 30, 40% markup on some of the pre-development items that we've listed or discussed prior to. So I would love to be able to allow you to, you know, have those uh, non-recurring costs. But in many instances, a lot of the grant funds are being absorbed by the pre-development costs with the professionals that individuals are choosing. Okay. You say, well, Catherine, is there a way that you probably afterthought should have maybe thought of, we're only going to work with certain architects, certain contractors? I will say yes, that is an area that if we are afforded another round at this, we are definitely going to look at working with specific architects and contractors because we have seen the likes of so much predatory gouging, uh, especially <laughs> right. within our community right. uh, and especially throughout the state due to the frenzy that everyone wants to have that opportunity to build the ADU for housing loved ones or simply monetizing on it and creating rent. So in the future, we will potentially have that in place. But as of right now, um, you know, people are able to select who they choose, but just be careful when you do, if you are awarded the grant, really do some shopping, reach out to the agency and ask us, is this price point, you know, rather excessive? so that we could address it and have a conversation with you. Because we would love for people not only to have their pre-development cost covered, but also if they did take out financing, have those non-recurring fees 
um, cared for under the grant as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. And we definitely need that clarification. So we're going to take a short break here. I ask you to please stay with us. We're going to continue this conversation, get some more details on how to access the program, how the reimbursements actually work, and uh, other nuggets that uh, Catherine may be willing to share with us. And uh, so please stay tuned. We'll be back. This is the International Wealth Builders Radio Show with your host, Dr. Sharon Barnes, here on KCAA Radio Network and your favorite streaming channels. We'll be right back. The toughest part in the lending process is patience. Like I tell all my clients, once you get those keys in hand, it'll all be worth it. Everything that they said they were gonna do, they did. I saved so much money working with First Lending Solutions. I love my new house. I couldn't be happier. So reach out to me at First Lending Solutions so I can help you get started. You can contact Dafina Miller with First Lending Solutions at 951-973-0123, DafinaMillerMortgage.com. Are you a real estate investor looking for a new opportunity in one of the top tourist destinations in the world? Look no further. Welcome to Punta Cana. Perla Bahia is a private resort style community in Punta Cana that consists of modern condos, custom villas, and various commercial amenities. So if you're interested in learning more or joining us on one of our monthly investment tours, don't hesitate to contact me today at 909-494-2280. All right, Catherine, thank you for all the information you gave in the first segment about being careful about who you do business with, about the um, the grant being able to be used for soft costs, which includes uh, just about all the land prep and challenges that we have connecting to utilities, um, sewer issues, septic issues, and so forth. So we really appreciate that, and we want to continue the conversation. Um, one thing that comes up with a lot of, of homeowners, um, the reimbursement of the cost. So, you know, we've had challenges getting the funds out, which you mentioned in the first segment. And then it's kind of like chicken and egg, what comes first. They have to get the architect. They need to know, have a good idea of what they're building, a general idea of the budget and certain things like architectural design and that type of stuff has to be paid for. And sometimes they're paying out of pocket before they can get the loan in place or access the cash and certainly get the grant. So can you kind of talk about how, how the ideal would flow and then how reimbursements work? Certainly. So I definitely, um, this is a very challenging area. <laughs> uh, as in the state of California's website specifically says reimbursement for pre-development costs. Right. Um, but within the same breath, there is the conversation that there will not be funds that will be actually sent or provided to the homeowner who pursues it. So it is kind of like a chicken and egg. How can I move forward two steps, but then have to stay in a certain lockdown position? So I would implore anyone who is looking to do an ADU and they're looking to participate in the grant funds is to try to hold your purse strings as tight as possible. Try to lean on as many items as you possibly can. And when I say that, say you are consulting a contractor or an architect to put your project together, send us an email and say, Catherine, I need to see if you can help me buy some time 
or at least assure the architect or the contractor that they're going to be paid out of the grant funds to allow work to kind of be moving forward with the understanding that, you know, that person's awarded a grant and they in turn are going to cover your invoice because unfortunately under the program, I cannot issue a check directly to the participant. The invoice has to be paid to either an architect or a contractor, whoever is doing your pre-development work, okay? okay? With that said, I am happy to, once we do open the portal up, which we'll touch on that here shortly again, for those of you who have not been awarded the grant and are looking to pursue it, make sure once you are awarded, you reach out to our organization and say, hey, I'm looking to work with XYZ company, is there a way that you can let them know that the invoice will be paid so they will start work? And I will tell you, it's easier said than done because a lot of people see the transparency with our organization. They have seen and heard from other professionals that, yes, she, she means it. You send her the invoice and as soon as the people are awarded, you're paid. Um, we have no reason to hold the money. We wanna make sure we get those invoices paid. So I still have to comply with what the state is requiring. And I know in one instance, the website says X uh, and a lot of people are expecting X, but again, the process is, is that the invoice is provided to us and we in turn pay the invoice after the person has in fact been awarded the grant funds. Okay, and so this is very similar to traditional real estate in the area of having an escrow account. And sometimes during the transaction before escrow closes, there's work that needs to be done on a property. And we have to, to find a vendor, a contractor, or someone who's willing and able to do the work and to wait on payment. And yeah. so sometimes when that's tangible materials they have to buy, some of them are not willing or strong enough to pay out of their pocket and wait for, for payment. So in the ADU grant, area i understand we have to use a managed escrow account mm -hmm. um, and so the money goes into that and it's administered very similar to traditional escrow accounts and so we're talking about paying the the invoices when they're due not necessarily at the close of an escrow but just managed it's a little right. construction type of thing and also if they are coming in with cash and they have receipt there may be some credit adjustments or whatever but not a check in hand but they may exactly. credit it for things that they pay is that correct right exactly okay. and so let me just step us back so once you complete the application the application is then in review to make sure that you meet the income guidelines and you actually are an owner who appears on the deed and that could be a single family home or multi-unit so if you're owner occupant of multi-units we would be willing to give you the grant funds Okay. Once we do give you um, clearance to say, okay, that application is good, we immediately submit it and we lock down the reservations for your $40,000 grant. Now, where we have to wait, and that's where there's been several delays, is we have to wait for the state to then in turn issue the award letters and disperse the funds. That's truly where the delays have been in this process, okay? okay. And they have to do their part. You know, the state has to move certain things around to make sure that they can get these funds dispersed. But once the funds are dispersed simultaneously, we will send out not only the award letter, but we send out the fund control agreement. A fund control agreement is just like opening up a bank account, a savings account, or an escrow account. And it's with a third party organization known as La Mesa Fund Control. 
they are vetted, licensed, um, insured to do the work of managing accounts and managing escrows, okay? And so once that managed escrow account is open, the state then in turn sends in the $40,000. Now that's to cover specifically your pre-development cost. Right. You still have to cover the hard cost to get your ADU project built. Right. So let's take an example. Say it's $100,000 to build all in your ADU. And I'm just using small numbers. Okay. Say that you're going to get $40,000 from the state of California's ADU grant. That leaves us $60,000. We need you to then fully fund the account for this project, the $60,000. Okay? Right. That in turn will trigger the ability for us to then start to pay your pre-development cost. Okay. Okay. Now, a lot of people say, well, I got the grant or I'm going to pursue the grant and get the financing later. Not a problem. Submit for the grant and we will wait for you to get the financing. Once we lock in that reservations, that reservation and that funding will sit in your managed account until you are ready to get started with your project. Okay. It's not an interest bearing account because I get that quite a bit. Am I going to be earning interest on this money or I'm taking money from my savings account, which I'm making XYZ in interest. If I put that money over there, am I making interest? No. The reason the state requires that the account be fully funded is because $40,000 is a substantial amount of money. The state wants to ensure that they gave 40, we're gonna get an ADU out of this. That's where the successes are going to be. The state wants to say, we put $100 million into this project. We committed to do 2,500. We wanna make sure that we get 2,500 ADUs. And so to ensure that all funds need to be in for your particular project. And that's based off of the scope of work that the contractor who you're working with, who you selected, says it's going to cost to make it happen. And if it's not a contractor, it could be a prefab company, modular manufacturer company, whatever they say the cost is, we will cover the pre-development cost. One other thing I want people to also be aware of is when we award you that $40,000 money, that $40,000 grant, understand that the state of California is going to give you a 1099 the following year. So any awards that were had in 2022, January of 2023, you are going to get a 1099. So I always advise people to consult a tax advisor or a CPA so you understand what the um, tax components may be regarding receiving a grant like this because none of you are a nonprofit organization. So you must look at the tax ramifications with participating in a program like this because 1099, that could pretty much mean that that's income that you have to account for for the 2022 calendar year. So just keep that in mind as you start to move forward in this process. Now, some people say, well, maybe I should or maybe I shouldn't. When you consult your tax advisor, they're also going to be looking at the fact that many of you are going to be renting out these spaces. So it pretty much could be a wash, but it would be inappropriate for me to say, here's a grant, and then not advise you to also talk with your tax advisor. So make sure you do that prior to when we open this portal up in the coming weeks. Yeah, Make sure you've consulted your tax advisor. Yeah, I think that's that's great. And and we need to really consult the tax advisor when considering building the ADU. Like you said, if it's for rental income, or even if it's just, it's just going to improve the value of the property. It's going to change your tax basis for for your property um, and everything. So having that full picture to look at the overall is great. So yes, that's great advice for the audience. 
and it, it's at. key it's key for people to understand you no longer for those of you that are going to rent it out and start to monetize on your properties a new space you have to realize you're transitioning yourself from homeowner to now you're getting into the business of ADUing and you've become a landlord and that's what we all need to realize there's a business to this process and in order for your business to be successful you have to set up the key components to be successful in this space you've got to get yourself with a proper tax advisor a CPA who understands tax code you've got to get yourself aligned with a real estate attorney who can address issues when you've got tenants who don't want to pay their rent California is a tenant state it's not a landlord state and so if you've got somebody sitting in your property who's not paying your rent, you have to know how to go about that accordingly. So I stress that there is a business of ADUing for those of you who are going to rent it out to outside people and even family members that you have to understand what you're getting yourself into instead of just seeing, oh, I got an extra a few dollars coming in the house. You've got to run it like a business because if you don't, it, any business that's not run and set up accordingly, you will lose. Exactly. And we always talk about building generational wealth and it has to be on a solid yeah. foundation, which includes having your insurance, your tax, mm -hmm. your legal, you know, that stool of those three components yes. there and people that you can rely on. Uh, otherwise, it's not generational word, wealth. It might be no. a generational curse. You know? Yeah, generational yeah. curse. Yeah, we mm -hmm. just don't know how to leverage. So we have to put the infrastructure there. I think that's just really great advice. And sometimes when we're talking to homeowners and we're talking about building ADUs, it's like we use simple math. Like it's going to cost 200,000 to build and that's just too much. But let's look at how much is the rent going to be? Let's look at cash flow. Let's talk about yeah. the property value. Let's look at what you're going to do for your family and how you can strengthen, you know, strengthen your financial um, you know, foundation. So, it's not simple math. It is business. No. It can be very yeah. successful and we need to get in the uh, mindset of of looking forward and building that. So, I definitely appreciate it. We're going to take mm -hmm. another short break and we're going to come back with Catherine and talk a little bit more about the grant and uh, what our next steps should be if we're interested in building an ADU. And, um, and then we're going to touch on the new uh, home buyer program with uh, Bank of America. So stay tuned. I'm sure you're getting a lot of great information and I know that you want to know how to access the funds and what your next steps should be. We'll be right back. Are you a real estate investor looking for a new opportunity in one of the top tourist destinations in the world? Look no further. Welcome to Punta Cana. Perla Bahia is a private resort-style community in Punta Cana that consists of modern condos, custom villas, and various commercial amenities. So if you're interested in learning more or joining us on one of our monthly investment tours, don't hesitate to contact me today at 909-494-2280. This is Steve Matley. Join me every Thursday at 3 p.m. right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio Talk Show. I spent decades as a professional construction manager, business owner, real estate developer, and a college educator, and I enjoy learning new things from other people. We talk a lot about real estate business and finance, but we cover a diverse range of other topics as well. Some of the topics we've discussed in the past few months include real estate investing, leadership, higher education, ADUs, marketing using technology, multifamily rental properties, business strategy, entrepreneurship. You never know who may show up or what they may talk about. So join us right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio.
Okay, thank you for sticking with us. This is the International Wealth Builders Radio Show with your host, Dr. Sharon Barnes. We're here with a very special guest, Catherine Peoples, uh, talking about HPP Cares and the $40,000 ADU grant. She's also going to tell us a little bit about the new homebuyer program offered by Bank of America. And so uh, we just ask you to stay tuned, uh, take good notes. And in the end of the show, you will be given information on how to reach out and uh, take advantage of all these great opportunities. So Catherine, let's continue to talk a little bit about the, um, the ADU grant uh, that you're administering. You mentioned about opening back up. And I also want to touch on the fact that in order to achieve the mission that you have at HPP Cares, you also certify different professionals to help in that. If you can um, tell us how, how what their part is and how they can help and how we're bringing more resources to the community to uh, take advantage of the grant. Definitely. So I definitely want to clear up some um, misinformation because a lot of people thought that we closed the portal because we depleted all the grants, we ran out of money. Um, and it's not us that actually has the money. And when I say us, HPP cares, so I definitely want to clear that up. What we, the reason that we closed the portal is we had a tremendous amount of traction and um, we had a lot of high net wealth individuals that were coming through the system and the process. And I am a nonprofit, a HUD housing counselor at heart before I'm anything. And I am an advocate and a proponent for communities of color and for the low income individual. That's where I really sit. Right. And so I started to see a pattern of more of individuals that were of high net wealth that really caused the true essence for the program for what it is supposed to be assisting getting lost in translations. Mm. So I felt we need to slow this down and we need to now be um get kind of our bottleneck together our processes as we move forward organized uh but at the same token we also need to see how we can make sure that we're really achieving some of the goals that the program was set out for and that's to create generational wealth and opportunities for legacy so with that said we stopped the portal uh during this period of the portal being paused we are doing strategic outreach within the communities of uh, African-American and the Latino communities and the Pacific Islander communities, because we wanna make sure that those communities are even aware of a program like this. And unfortunately they were not aware, okay? HPP Care's reach initially was very small. It's only the people who would come to this website. There are so many communities out there that need something like this because how many of us really know an uncle or an aunt that's living in an unpermitted unit in the backyard or in the garage, okay? And so we said, you know what, let's reach out to the building and safety offices and find out where people have been noted as having unpermitted units and then do a strategic effort to make sure we're outreaching to the right areas so that we really see not only, you know, the high net wealth individuals, have opportunity at it, but now we start to get into the middle and the low income who could really use this program. So we don't have a specific date for October okay. of when we are going to release it, but we do have a link which will be provided uh, down in the bottom links yeah. from this session today where you can go in and register to receive notification as we start to build momentum for when we do open up the portal. 
Okay. We also recognize that our applications were in a level playing field. We have a lot of communities that speak numerous dialects. So as we begin to build the momentum for the portal being opened up, we also will provide the applications on our website in the various languaging so that consumers can pull down that application, at least read it and know what we're gonna be looking for when we do open the system. We have brought down the number of questions that we're going to need you to have complete the day we open up the system. I will assure you that it will be opened on a weekend opposed to a weekday because I'm a mom and I know I'm trying to drop off kids and all this other stuff in the morning and get to work. So I, you know, how dare HPP Cares open up the portal on nine o'clock on a Wednesday when I'm trying to drop these kids off at school. So we definitely want to make sure that it'll be either a Saturday and possibly even be a Sunday, um, maybe after church hours, but we'll be strategic in what we do when we do open that portal to give everyone at least a fair chance. We are looking at the fact that the website may crash. So we're looking at ways to make sure that we streamline things so we don't have a crash. To date, because everybody wants to know how many does she have available? Right now, I will tell you there's about 1300 applications that could potentially be um, completed when we do open that portal. Uh, right now, the pent up demand has started to build the momentum again. And I will tell you, as of right now, we have 500 email addresses that are in the system. Um, and we can take as many when we do make that notification, okay? So we're trying to cover all bases. So we are prepared that when we do open that portal, we are able to get a good mix of people from those that are at the lower level who need help with unpermitted units to those that are mid. And then obviously we still have our high net wealth individuals that are still kind of coming through the program, but at least try to level the playing field. So at least everyone has had an opportunity to get into this program. Really want to touch on um, what you mentioned about unpermitted units, because I know that the ADU legislation has in it that is supposed to address that. Some people have been reluctant because they said, am I going to get violated and have repercussions before I can fix it? Is it worth fixing? And in California, basically, we are a litigation state, okay? I mm -hmm. mean, if anything happened, we've had some weather changes and flooding of, of apartments and different things. And if anything happens and the unit is unpermitted, that landlord or owner, I mean, the, the fallout could just ruin a family for generations. So exactly. um, speaking on getting those, those units permitted, so the, the $40,000 grant, can also be utilized to bring an existing unpermitted living unit up to code and, yes. and accessible as an uh, accessory dwelling unit. Yes, okay. yes, it can. And okay. that's, again, the reason for this program is to pull those situations, to pull those people out right. and to tell them, look, we have an opportunity to help you. Also, many people say, well, I'm going to get all the fines from prior to. Right. No, there's amnesty periods in many of the planning and zoning and building and safety offices throughout the state. And if you are having challenges, reach out to our agency. We will work with you to remind the planning and zoning offices that remember there's an amnesty and we will help with those fees that do come into play. So we've been known to advocate for consumers in that facet. So please, I implore you, 
reach out to the agency, get yourself in position to participate in the program and look for our outreach events because they're going to be popping up strategically throughout some areas to make sure that we're meeting, uh, like I alluded to earlier, the different uh, demographics and income levels to really say, hey, this is here, use this program to help you move it forward. That's fantastic. Is that where some of the certified professionals come in that partner with you? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so our organization has, uh, because we've recognized, you know, the ADU train has taken off well advanced than a lot of some of the um, public arenas for the state of California. And when I say that, the building and safety offices. And so we have been pushing to see if we could get a list from planning and zoning of architects and contractors who have been doing the work. And unfortunately, they wouldn't stand by that because of the state being so litigious. So HPB Cares has taken on the journey of putting together a preferred partner Rolodex, a vetted partners list of not only contractors, architects, uh, A to Z companies where you can say, hey, A, I want to do an ADU, and they take you all the way through with the proper project management um, and then completion of your ADU, uh, down to, um, you name it, financial partners, we've got it covered. Prefab companies, we, we have companies that are offering free plans. Um, and those abilities. So we're putting that Rolodex together and it's a good starting point. Now we've done our due diligence. And so I definitely want to, first of all, set the proper precedent because a lot of people think, oh, HPP cares. This woman's about to be a gazillionaire because she's getting all kind of back ends on these real estate projects. And let me tell you, unfortunately, that's not the case. I may be a Tiguan driver forever. Okay. So, <laughs> and that's a Volkswagen, but neither here nor there. We have no secret agendas or no secret contracts with any of our preferred partners. In order to participate in our preferred partners um, Rolodex, you pay a one-time fee of $500. The $500, 250 goes to our website person so he can do his due diligence. And then the other side goes to an investigator who we have consulted with who used to work for planning and zoning to do the necessary research for us. They also have knowledge on checking other professionals. So we pay those two fees out. So HPP Cares doesn't collect anything. You say, well, she's really a, a true nonprofit. We are a true nonprofit. We want to be the resource. I want our agency to be the ADU resource for the entire state of California. I want it to be a safe place where people can come and get the education on how to design, finance, lease, and protect that we do multiple times throughout the month, free education. I want them to come and get the starting point of preferred partners that we've done our due diligence with. Even if it's just a starting point, Exactly. We've got resources for you to pick up the phone and say, hi, this is the assistance I need. Can you help me? And yeah. then it's up to you to make the decision if you want to work with those individuals. But at least it's a starting point, exactly. because if we didn't do it, I don't think it would ever present itself. Yeah. And so I said, why not make that an additional resource besides the education, besides the grant? Now we've got the preferred partner list that you can lean on to start your ADU project or to help you when you're in a hurdle. You got an issue because there's exactly. a lot of people that are at a roadblock. They chose a contractor and the contractor didn't yep. pan out. Exactly. They chose an architect, the architect didn't pan out. So at least have a safe place to come to say, you know what, at least I've got a, I've got someone who's willing to walk hand in hand in this journey of ADUing. And she's also provided a resource of uh, preferred partners. And uh, Dr. Barnes is on this list. So yeah. definitely want to make sure yeah. that, you know, we, she's, right. she's, she's yeah. a good one on the, she's, yeah. a, she's a, a, a key component to the type of resources that we're getting out there to the community. 
Yeah, and I think it's really awesome because we know that building an ADU or even bringing one in compliance, there's so many moving parts. Mm -hmm. And most of the audience, we've never built anything. We And so this is making us the builders and developers and so many things going on. Wow, like you said, you picking up kids, deliver, you know, being the wife, being the mother, being the entrepreneur in the business owner and then trying to do this project at the same time. And yeah. so it's like, you need a team. And so mm -hmm. my, you know, my niche is to be that, you know, consultant to hold your hand and walk through to make sure everyone else is, is doing what they're supposed to do. And I mm -hmm. think that preferred uh, provider list is a great, it's going to be a great yeah. source for putting together the right team so we can be effective, efficient, and timely and get those 25 180 bills. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> yep. we're going to take it. Another... I think if we do that, I think yes. if we do that, we can get some more money into the state from yes. the state to exactly. pull off more, more housing. Yes. So, yeah. And we can increase that next year. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break again and we're going to ask you to stay with us. Stay with us because uh, Catherine's going to give us some valuable information and uh, we'll be back shortly. Thank you. The toughest part in the lending process is patience. Like I tell all my clients, once you get those keys in hand, it'll all be worth it. Everything that they said they were gonna do, they did. I saved so much money working with First Lending Solutions. I love my new house. I couldn't be happier. So reach out to me at First Lending Solutions so I can help you get started. You can contact Dafina Miller with First Lending Solutions at 951-973-0123, DafinaMillerMortgage.com. Are you a real estate investor looking for a new opportunity in one of the top tourist destinations in the world? Look no further. Welcome to Punta Cana. Perla Bahia is a private resort style community in Punta Cana that consists of modern condos, custom villas, and various commercial amenities. So if you're interested in learning more or joining us on one of our monthly investment tours, don't hesitate to contact me today at 909-494-2280. This is Steve Matley. Join me every Thursday at 3 p.m. right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio Talk Show. I spent decades as a professional construction manager, business owner, real estate developer, and a college educator, and I enjoy learning new things from other people. We talk a lot about real estate, business, and finance, but we cover a diverse range of other topics as well. Some of the topics we've discussed in the past few months include real estate investing, leadership, higher education, ADUs, Marketing using technology, multifamily rental properties, business strategy, entrepreneurship. You never know who may show up or what they may talk about. So join us right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio. Okay, we're back. Thank you again for tuning in to the International Wealth Builders Radio Show with hosted by myself, Dr. Sharon Barnes, uh, with ADU Advantage, where we provide customized consulting and project management services to help you make your ADU a reality. And we are a proud participant with HPP Cares on their certified providers list so we can hold your hand and walk you through the process. We know that building an accessory dwelling unit or bringing one into compliance have a lot of moving parts, that you're not a professional builder 
or a contractor necessarily, and you need somebody to help you uh, walk through that journey. And so I'm here for that. And Catherine and her organization are also there with resources, education, the ability for you to reach out with questions and concerns regarding your contractor, your, your issue requirements that the city might be telling you you have to do. So you, you can put together an A-team and you don't have to stand on the sidelines. As, as Catherine was saying before the break, you need to get in the game, whether it's starting with home ownership, get into being a landlord, creating some generational wealth. We know that a lot of wealth in the United States is built on real estate and we've been left out. We've been the tenant. <laughs> we've been paying somebody else's rent. That's what you're doing when you're renting. And we, we just need to elevate from that. Instead of being the renter, we need to be the landlord. And you don't need to sit by yourself to have all the answers. There's people out willing and able to help. And there is also funds that don't come out of your pocket where it can be utilized to help you make that dream a reality. So we hope this show has been uh, very informative to you, inspiring, and uh, really giving you the steps you need to take to um, make it a reality. So Catherine, we're here at the final session. You've given us so much valuable information about the grant, about uh, B of A. Are, is there anything that you would like to share that we haven't touched on yet that you think the audience uh, might benefit from or need to know to start taking their next step or make that plan to complete that journey? Most certainly. So I will tell you, um, I am a proponent of pushing us forward. And so whatever journey you're looking to do, become an owner whether you're looking to do an ADU, don't self-disqualify you. We, time after time, self-disqualify ourselves. HPP Cares is an organization that is going to meet you where you are and move you forward, okay? As long as I got breath in my body, we're going to meet you where you are and we are going to move you forward. Um, as many people say, you know, you're amazing. It's not me. I understand my assignment, as the young people would say. <laughs> I am working in the space that he has prepared for me to be in. Okay. And so with that said, use this time, use HPP Cares, use Dr. Barnes to meet, to move you forward in your home buying process through the Bank of America program. In the ADU projects, getting those done. And I cannot stress that. You see the passion and the seriousness about my, my face. We have a time right now where they see us. Let's be seen and step into position. And that's what I want to leave the listening audience with. HPP Cares is here to help move you forward. All of the information regarding Bank of America is on the front page of our website. You will see the logo for Bank of America. Click that button, register for the educational training that we do offer. If you're looking at ADU, hit the button for ADU and you can get all the information there. We'll be at the Taste of Soul doing um, the education, potentially offering out some grants during that session as well as showing you HPP Care's prefab modular units that we are offering out in the community. So come on out to October 15th to the Taste of Soul and you can meet us in person. All right, let's talk a little bit about those prefab units you're offering. Where, uh, <laughs> who are you partnering with, with that? Our uh, secret sauce. Oh, okay. We, uh, we actually found a um, builder who recognizes that there is a middle market uh, and we are fine tuning some of the pricing as well as making sure we have the financing to go for that. Because again, I can't educate to the masses if I don't have the products and services exactly. to meet the need that I'm teaching to. 
And so we as an organization, a Black-led organization, an organization that's out there who understands our, our, you know, our brothers and sisters who don't have the tremendous budget to meet a $500,000 ADU unit, but really want to do it for whatever reasons, rental or to house loved ones, we recognize that and we've got a product to meet that need. And to see that product, you can come on out to the Taste of Soul on October 15th, Saturday. We'll be out there all day sharing the unit that we offer uh, as small as 150 square feet. It's a micro unit up to 650 square feet. And we're working on an upstairs unit as well. So lots of surprises coming from me. <laughs> that's, a, that's exciting. <laughs> that's exciting. Um, and like I said, as, as owner of um, ADU Advantage, I mean, our passion lines up totally with HPP Cares about meeting you where you are, moving you forward, understanding that, as the Bible said, we are perishing for lack of knowledge. And so those of us who have the knowledge and have the passion and been given the assignment are here to meet you, hold your hand and walk you through the process. Don't sit on the sideline. Don't talk about them, they, and everybody. Just take our hand, take the opportunity so we can help you get from where you are to where you and your family need to be. Not only want to be, but need to be home ownership and landlord, creating that ADU in the backyard for your parents, for adult kids. You know, people, some people are sitting back and they're saying, you know, we're, we're in recession, but they're talking about a bust or whatever. No matter what the future holds, it's time for families to think about positioning themselves to help one another. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, everybody doesn't have to lose their home. Okay, let's get the, the family home together. Let's build an ADU in the back. Let's convert the garage if we need to. Let's band together and get through whatever crisis might hit us and then look back and use it for rental once that need is over. But let's do something. Let's not sit on the sidelines. And I'm also a real estate professional. And recently uh, people have been coming out they're trying to get, you know, uh, qualified for loans and the interest rates have gone up. And then they said, what about the homeowner uh, home assistance program? Well, most of the ones that they're referring to pre-COVID, all those are that gone. I mean, things don't last forever. That's why we're empowering you and inspiring you, hopefully, to move forward now because it doesn't remain the same. What Ms. Peoples is telling us today about B of A and their program, if we don't take advantage of it today, it might not be here tomorrow. The ADU grant, if we don't get it out and, and build the 2500 they're not going to give any more money. 